from Hannah so I am super excited like honored I have Mavis Payne in the house and she's gonna be talking spilling some tea about all the things that she does but you guys know I don't like to introduce people I'd rather have them introduce themselves so Mavis welcome to the advice from Hannah show how are you I'm doing great Hannah thank you so much for having me I'm super pumped. We were connected uh, by a really good friend of ours, Maddie. So shout out to you. Maddie, Maddie, what's popping? Love, love, love you. Thank you so much. But Mavis, tell the audience, tell them who are you? Please let them know because I know who you are, but they need to know now. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so I am a wife, I am a mother, I am an entrepreneur, and I am a celebrity makeup artist with more than 15 years in the film and television industry. So you're famous, basically. I'm not famous. My clients are. (laughs) (laughs) I think you're famous, and that's, that's that. You're the famous... You're the famous makeup artist that came on the Advice from Hannah show. My first makeup artist that came on the show, first and only. Yay! Shout out to makeup artists everywhere. The behind the scenes people. <laughs> well, you know what? You're a confidence creator, right? You Absolutely. You, you are. You The minute that your makeup is done, I'm telling you, you're unstoppable. Not even the rain can make you look bad if your face is done. Well, you know how we feel like, you know, when we get our makeup done. So, you know, um, we try to make sure that, well, at least I do try to make sure that everyone in my chair has have that same experience, you know. So whatever we can do to enhance, you know, their look, I'm all for it. How did this happen? How did you step into the makeup world? Oh my God, it is so weird because um, I was not allowed to wear makeup until high school. Uh, My mother did not play that, but um, I've always loved fashion. I've always loved clothing and frilly things and, um, you know, always love like really nice interior decorations and stuff. And, um, you know, one, once I started working into, um, in the city in Washington, D.C., my husband and I would take the train to work and I will always have these women coming up to me. It's like, your makeup looks so nice. And I just say, thank you. And then after four years of that, a a light bulb went off. I'm like, wait a minute, perhaps I should, you know, see what I can do with this. So I started to research makeup schools and the rest is history. I went to school and then I, I got my first job with Matt Cosmetics. And then from there, um, I was discovered by a television producer and it just kind of blossomed from there. So you're trying to tell me that God was sending you signs for four years to start this career. <laughs> Pretty much. And you know how it is. We don't listen um, because I had never really considered 
um, being a makeup artist, I really never even understood the role that makeup artists played um, just in the industry. Never really thought about it. Um, I just loved the way, you know, I did my makeup. And um, I started to do it and I said, I could do this for a living. And here I am. So when did you realize, so you, you worked for Mac, which is one of the most, you know, to me, influential makeup houses when it comes to like colorful and vibrant uh, faces. I always feel like they're ahead of the trends, you know, before anybody else can, can hop on. Not like, you know, uh, like the, the more classic, like our grandmas and our moms, but th- th- they're just so colorful when you when you went on set for the first time, how did that feel? Cause I, I'm like curious, were you nervous or? Absolutely. You know what, to, to be perfectly honest with you to this day, I'm still nervous when I go on set. And I think that's a good thing. Um, I never want to be where, you know, I feel like, Oh, I got this because I mean, anything could happen on set, but the very first time, um, the very first gig that I had was, um, I think it was a corporate video, doing a corporate video for, um, I can't remember who it was for, but it's like a big, a huge company. And knees, my knees were shaking. My heart was racing, but I squared my shoulders and walked in there as if I, <laughs> I knew what I was doing. And clearly I was out of my league because retail uh, makeup application is completely different. Uh, than television or corporate videos or film, anything like that. But um, I kept doing it and I must have done something right because I started getting calls from here and there. And I, you know, I just kept doing it and I just kept going. But to this day, I still get nervous still. I still get nervous. You're like the freelance makeup dream right now. Literally, I'm thinking about all the freelance makeup artists that I know that are just coming up in the game and hearing you talk is literally like their hopes and dreams to be somebody who gets called left, right and center to, to do so many things. How have you been able to keep grounded? Because I, you, you said, I, I, I walk in there, like, I don't know anything or, or that kind of, how have you stayed grounded during all these years of, of so, of being in so many powerful rooms? Well, um, I don't want to uh, disillusion anyone either because freelance makeup artistry is feast or famine. My phone rings a lot now, but there are times when <laughs> when it does not ring and you just got to be okay with it. Like no one really tells you about those type of, uh, you know, those times or, you know, what to do or that. I, you know, either, even that they are coming, you just kind of like deal with it. Um, and what keeps me grounded is really knowing that I am able to make a living doing what I love. Like how many people can say that, you know, prior to be- becoming a makeup artist, I had a really, really cushiony job in corporate America that I thought I loved until I started doing makeup. And then I realized like, no, this is what I really love. And when I first started doing makeup, I really, um, you know, wasn't making the type of money that I make now, but I was so much happier. You know, I left a very nice lucrative salary 
Um, but I didn't miss it because I was doing what I love. And, you know, I've always heard the saying, like, when, you know, do what you love and the money will come. And that is what has happened. Um, wait, wait, I got to stop you. You have why? to say that again. You got to say it again. Say it again. <laughs> the people in the back didn't hear you. <laughs> do what you love and the money will come. Ooh, and, even, and you know what? Even if the money, even while you're waiting on the money to come, you, when you love what you do, you don't miss it. Like there have been so many times that I've come home like so tired and I can only get two hours of sleep because I have to be back on set the next day. I still have that adrenaline. Like it's, it's never, you know, it's never, you know, a chore because this is what I love to do. So you just do it. And it's like, it's like a one big party that you get paid for. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what we have, to, you and I, we have so many plans. We have to party together. Mavis and I are yes. going to go for shopping. We for are. Shopping. <laughs> we are. In we LA. definitely are. In LA, you guys are hearing me say it. So in a couple, like, by episode 200, when you're like, why is Hannah wearing this, this fur coat everywhere? It's because I <laughs> I can see you sitting there doing the podcast with the fur on. <laughs> Being the personality that I am. Oh, man. And you know what? I've really been digging. Um, I want to get like blue hair. And Lord knows my hair can't withstand that kind of pro process. Do it. But it just looks like so much fun. Hey, I'm a makeup artist. You know, I'm going to say go for it. Color. I've I've had purple hair, red. My hair is blonde now. So do it. I'm excited. You know what? I have to I have to ask you this because you're such an entrepreneur and you're not only a makeup artist and a mom and a wife and, and a good friend, but you also have lipsticks and lashes. Correct? Oh, my goodness. Yes. So that was born when I went abroad. Um, I attended um, or I took a class in London. And while I was there, I attended this makeup show and I saw ev all of these different brands. Right. So um, I was working. I was a very new makeup artist and I was working for Mac then and um, as a as a part time artist. and you know, I didn't realize that there were so many different brands. And so one of my girlfriends was telling me, she said, you should, you know, you should start a, a cosmetic brand. So when I was in makeup artistry school, I knew about private label, but I wasn't interested. Um, but my girlfriend said, but at least a lip gloss, because who doesn't love a lip gloss, right? And so I kind of put it in the back of my mind. But when I went abroad, it was just something that was birthed. I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. So I started Lip Locks. It's L-I-P-L-O-X. Um, and it's just a collection of lipsticks and lip glosses. And then um, last year, 20, not, not last year, because Nobody did anything last year. It was 2020. But in 2019, um, I launched um, a, a um, selection or collection of mink eyelashes. And that is called Lash Locks, L-A-S-H-L-O-X. And so my website is www.getlox.com, getlocks.com. 
And I'm only going to do lips and lashes, ladies. I'm not going to do foundation, concealer, none of that, because this keeps me busy. But I mean, who doesn't love, uh, you know, a nice lip and a nice lash, especially now that we're all wearing masks. We may as well make our eyes pop. So yeah, that's my collection. Lip locks and lash locks. I'm excited. I'm going to tag that in the comment section uh, when when this airs, because I, I think it's super important that as females, we support each other and we look cute doing it. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm going to send you some too because I saw a nice cute picture of you with some lashes on and you were looking really hot. So we need to have you looking hot more often. (laughs) Davis, these lashes had me feeling some kind of way. Lashes will do that. So, you know, when I'm working on set, um, you know, I've seen it with my own two eyes when I put those set of lashes on someone they just morph into a total different person like even the most conservative person turns into a video vixen when you put those lashes on it's incredible to see the transformation I'm telling you lashes are everything girl I was out there I was like so who's gonna buy me a drink See, see what I'm saying? See, exactly. These lashes are fluttering everywhere. You know what? I, I, I'll even admit that I took them off and I did, I didn't throw them away. I have them there because I liked the, the length that they were. So when I do get my new lashes, I'm going to cut them the same length. So then I know, um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's important, but they have you feeling some kind of way that, I love that you make women feel so confident all the time in your job. Like, I, I, and you know what? And I and I love to. One of the things, you know, even though I'm a celebrity makeup artist, you know, the thing that I love the most is teaching. It's teaching women how to achieve a look. Um, and so last year the end of 2020, I launched, um, it's an eyeliner pen. It's a two in one pen. It's an eyeliner as well as a lash adhesive. So all you do is just one stroke and you have an eyeliner and your lashes are on. So, um, I try to make it simple and easy because as artists or as experts, it's easy for us. And sometimes we tend to forget that it's, you know, it's not as easy for other people. So when I'm creating products or when I'm introducing products, I love to teach a person how to apply it and just kind of make it simple. Because when you empower someone else to do it, you know, I feel like that's a customer, that's a client for life because they're going to trust you and they're going to, you know, tell their friends and then, you know, they're going to, you know, you're going to help them do something. So it's a win-win. You're dropping so many gems on this episode. If you guys didn't just catch what she said, she says when you empower your client, they become somebody who shops for you from you for life. Mm-hmm. It that's you can't you can't get that anywhere else, man. That's that's experience talking because you you've now given them a skill set that they didn't have prior to knowing you. So even years and years now, I'll be putting on lashes like you know what? Maybe it's taught me this. Yeah, it's so true, Hannah. So let me tell you. So I haven't worked um, for Mac Cosmetics in years. Like I sometimes I go back as a freelancer. You know, I'm that type of person. I don't feel like I'm I'm too important to work retail. Retail taught me a lot. So, uh, but I still have some of my former colleagues 
tell me that I still that there are clients that still come to the you know in the Washington D.C. area where I used to work uh, for Mac. So my some of my former colleagues tell me that some of my former clients still come in and ask about me. So I'm you know that is just a testament to what I just said. If you know if you make them feel some kind of way, they're going to always remember you. So. That's leaving a legacy behind. That's what people strive to do on a daily basis. And well, at least myself, but you do it so effortlessly, which is why you've dropped this book out yes, here. Yes, my book. I can add author to one of to my title. <laughs> Talk to me about this book. Like what's what's happening? How did we go from f- makeup artist to lash creator lipsticks now now we have this book oh my gosh I don't even know how I got here sometimes um so throughout the years of being a celebrity makeup artist you know obviously I would share stories with my husband and he would say you need to write a book you need to write a book um and I just never even thought about it because, you know, obviously working with celebrities um, and not just celebrities, but working on shows and stuff, you know, we have to, you know, sign NDAs and things that we can't disclose. However, there are some experiences that <laughs> were just so entertaining. Um, so, you know what? Last year when the world was shut down, what else did I have to do? Um, I wrote the book. And so the book is entitled Lip Gloss Chronicles, because remember, I have my own lip gloss line, uh, Lip Gloss Chronicles, Confessions of a Celebrity Makeup Artist. And in it, oh my gosh, you will find so much entertaining stories, um, just about my experience of working on sets with celebrities. But the thing that I am most proud of in the book, in each chapter, I um, end the chapter with an artist tip. And that is a tip that will help aspiring makeup artists along their journey. Because when I first started out, no one would help me. Um, This industry is very, very competitive and very, very cutthroat. So even though I was brand new, um, you know, I would go to people for advice and no one would help me. So I did not want to be that person to gain knowledge and expertise and not share it with the person that's coming behind me. So that is the thing that I'm most most um, proud of in the book is the artist tips, because I think it will really, really help not just aspiring makeup artists, but those have, that have been in the you know industry for quite some time some things that probably have not been shared. So I'm super, super excited. April 20th will be the release date and I'm super excited. I can't believe you, you touch a chord on me and everybody that records with me, you know, it's it's so special. It's always such a vibe with me um, when I record, but you said that. Because you bring the vibe. (laughs) Stop it. Stop, (laughs) but keep going, but stop (laughs) No, you know what? When you said that nobody would give you advice and you're asking it, and I'm advice from Hannah, which is probably like the the bread and butter of why why I do what I do. It's because I'm such a curious person by nature. Yeah. 
that I would have so many questions about, you know, the speaking industry and, and, you know, podcasting. And I would message people and they'd be like, oh, well, I have this course and I have this. I said, listen, I just need a bone. I can make soup with it. Um, yeah. And, it, and it's super important. And you're out here with this book and you're just giving the knowledge to anybody that can, that can purchase it or, you know, book clubs that can all read it together and learn together. We, we could do so many things with just, I, I find that reading is what you learn. Nobody could take away from you. It's so true. And I, I have throughout the years, I've had so many people reach out to me. Um, and they, you know, they will ask me for advice or they'll say, I want to start my own line, blah, blah, blah. And the thing that I say to them is research, research, research. And some people, you know, really didn't appreciate me saying that because, you know, they really wanted me to give them step by step. Uh, but but there is no cookie cutter um, to success. You have to niche out the path that's for you. But if you research and then you come to me with questions after you've researched, then I'm going to be more open, you know, but there are some things that or that I share in the book that I believe will be helpful for someone who, because, you know, think about it on the outside, people are looking at like, oh my gosh, she's a celebrity makeup artist. That must be so awesome. And it is. But what about those stories that I haven't told? What about the things that happened that set me back? Or what about the things, the mistakes that I made? So those things I feel will help a person more than me giving them a step-by-step on do this, do this, do this, and do this. And that's the thing, right? You just won't learn. I've, I'll be transparent. I've gone to, to gigs where I'm supposed to do one, like a host, be like, be a host or be something else. And last minute I can get, I can get on literally minutes before stage and my role gets switched Mm -hmm. and I'm doing something completely different. And I could be sitting in a chair with a panel that wasn't even meant for me. Mm -hmm. So you, you kind of have to roll with the punches and, and still be gracious because I, I have to say this in season three and everything, but you yourself, you're your own brand. And then how you react to, to different changes. I'm sure you've had plenty of things that you show up to do and they're like, no, Mavis, you're not doing this today. <laughs> yep. And especially in this industry, because it's very fickle and you have to be flexible because, you know, if you're a person that's rigid and you have your mindset on, I'm going to go in here and I'm going to do this and then I'm going to go home. Well, I mean, you don't allow any type of creativity to happen uh, and that stifles your growth. I can't tell you like the many times that, you know, the person will tell me the uh, production coordinator will say, oh, you're just going to have a. Oh, just bring some powder. You're just going to have, you know, a white Caucasian uh, male or whatever. Are you going to just have an African-American female and she has short hair, blah, blah, blah. I never listen to that. I take a full kit because if something evolves or if that person backs out at the last minute, I don't want to say, oh, you told me that this was going to be this type of talent and I only have this makeup. You know what I mean? So you know, those are things that you don't get, you know, you don't get in a book. So you just have to be flexible and roll with it. 
that's life experience right there. That's, that's experience talking. You got to roll with the punches and you got to make sure that you're ready whenever the calling comes. Like I get asked, Hannah, when are you going to stop podcasting? Like when my show comes. Yeah. (laughs) And you'll probably still podcast because you're so great at it. You know, that's the thing that you love to do. Like, like me, I would, I still go to, um, if I get calls from Chanel, cause I, I freelance, I used to freelance for Chanel too. If I get a call from Chanel or Mac and say, Hey, you know, you want to freelance with us? If my schedule allows, honey, I still go. Cause I love what I do. So I don't care, you know, who the person or you know who the canvas is. I just love what I do. So you will probably still do the podcast. Oh, 150%. I got asked, you know what I was, I was a bartender many, many years ago and it's one of my favorite things to do. Um, oh. I, I love it. I love it. It's just the, the vibes and the thing. And if I get called to do, you know, one gig for a private party, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there. I yep. have no issue rolling up my sleeves and, and getting and getting the work done because it's something that you love. And that's that's what it is. Your passion fuels you. And yeah. the creativity kind of comes, which is why I find that your book is going to be super successful and it's already done and set for by the time this airs, it's it's going to be a number one seller. And, and you guys are going to be like, how do you yes. say it? <laughs> yes, yes, I receive it. And I believe that. You you have to believe it because I find it, A, you're spilling the tea on Hollywood. I'm spilling the tea. I've got the juice and the tea. <laughs> I want to know. At this point, I'm like, I wonder who she's going to talk about. So, you know, I want to be all up in these stories and I want to know. I'm like, See, I knew that. I knew her face wasn't that perfect all the time. I knew it. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was writing and I was like, what have I got myself into? But okay, let me keep writing. <laughs> no, you know what? And I even noticed now that we can we can gossip for like 10 seconds. Sometimes I notice that celebrities, when they switch their stylist, because sometimes they're on the they're on the carpet, the show's I'm like, who dressed you today, girl? Who? Oh. This is not who does this normally for you. <laughs> well, well, uh, what a lot of people don't know also is, um, you know, people think that, you know, makeup artists, that all makeup artists, um, you know, travel with their with the clients and stuff like that. And that's not always true because, it, you know, a lot of celebrities hire. It's just easier to hire someone in the city that you're going to be in, you know, versus, you know, paying for your makeup artist lodging and travel and that type of stuff. So, but if you watch a celebrity, um, on a regular basis and then you see them and you're like, "Mm, no, I don't think she used her, her same makeup artist. You can tell. Yeah, you can tell. Oh, 150%. You can definitely tell it, the difference within, and that's just the quality and how much you care for your clients. I have to ask you, because I asked this to everybody that that comes on the show, if you saw Mavis at 20, walking down the street, what would you tell her? I would say trust the process. Because I wouldn't have seen myself where I am now. Um, And had I seen it, I probably wouldn't have appreciated the journey. So I would say trust the process when it feels like it's not going to happen, when it feels like your dream will not be fulfilled, just trust the process. That's what I would tell myself. I love it. And we would have totally been friends at 21. (laughs) 
We would have. We would have. But aren't we 21 now? I mean, I'm just saying. Girl, I, I'm 23. I don't know I'm about you, honey. I don't, I'm forever 21. I don't know about you. I turned 32 this year, but I'm telling everybody I'm 23. So this is the age. I'm sticking to it, man. <laughs> so I will just say this. You just turned 30. Both of my children are older than you. Really? <laughs> Absolutely. But you love me more. I'm the favorite child. <laughs> yes, you are. Move on. You're the youngest now. So you know how the youngest always have special. Yeah. There's special a special place. treatment. It's because I'm an only child. So it's, it's like I'm the oldest and the youngest all in one. Oh, I totally get it. I was an only child for 16 and a half years. Okay. Yeah. And then my mother wants, wanted to go and just mess up. I don't understand why she was trying to you know, mess up the family. We had a good thing going. What's going Like, really? You're like, we were, we were doing good, mom. What happened? <laughs> right. Okay. So, but I mean, I had 16 and a half years. I was almost an adult by then. So. Yeah. It's all good. So you understand us only children. You get I it. Totally. Trust me, my husband is paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> I want this right now. It's now. It's not later. It's now. <laughs> Absolutely. Mavis, this has been a blast. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Where can we find you? Where can we purchase the book? So all my listeners can go purchase it right now. <laughs> oh my gosh, Hannah. Thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. So the book will release April 20th, 2021. Amazon, Barnes and Noble, Books a Million, Walmart, Kindle, and many more. I'm, I'm excited. And what's the title once again? The title is Lip Gloss Chronicles, Confession of Confessions of a Celebrity Makeup Artist by Mavis Payne. And you can also learn more about me at www.mavis.com. I love it. As always, thank you so much for coming by. You're welcome here anytime when yes. you drop the second book. Come on by. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you for the pressure. <laughs> thank you so much again for having me. As always, this is your girl advice from Hannah coming at you from Toronto with Mavis Payne in New York, wishing you the best day ever. Toodles. Baby.